You're listening to an episode of The Research Files, brought to you by Teacher Magazine. Hello, I'm Jo Earp. A new OECD report titled Students, Computers and Learning, Making the Connections, finds that where computers are used in the classroom, their impact on learning outcomes is quote, mixed at best. This month's guest on the research files is Andrea Schleicher, director of the OECD's Directorate for Education and Skills. He joined me on the line from Paris to talk about the report's implications for teachers and school leaders at the chalk face. Andrea Schleicher, welcome to the research files. Thanks for having me. Um, Now, one of the heavily quoted parts of this OECD report is your comment that Um, technology can amplify great teaching but great technology cannot replace poor teaching and I guess that's the report in a nutshell really isn't it? Yeah I think what these data show is that actually those countries doing well in technology skills where you have the most technology savvy students in a way they have typically placed the emphasis first on teachers trying to connect teachers try to build networks of teaching platforms for knowledge creation, and then very cautiously actually introduce technology in classrooms for students. Uh, If you look to East Asia, that's particularly uh, easily to see in countries like Singapore or Shanghai, China. But um, in general, just sort of putting out, handing out tablets has not been an effective strategy to improve learning outcomes. Mm-hmm. But but let's be clear though, because um, you know some people have said, oh well, then you're saying technology is a bad thing. But you're not saying that. You're not saying technology is a bad thing. It's just that we need to match that the right pedagogy, if you like, with that technology. And so, what exactly does that mean for teachers and school leaders on the ground, people listening to this? Well, it's a combination of 21st century technology and 21st century pedagogy that's going to make a difference and Mm -hmm. that's where we see a difference and uh, what it means is that we have to invest in professionalization that we have to create a work environment that actually is more technology rich that uh, technology becomes an integral part of uh, uh, advanced pedagogy and that's often still missing we still have a work organization that is based on the industrial age, you know, where we have fixed classroom hours, sort of numbers of teachers and students and so on. And um, that isn't well adapted to the potential of technology. Mm -hmm. But you're not saying that technology is a bad thing. To have it there is, is a good thing, isn't it? Well, absolutely. I think technology is there to stay. Technology has huge potential to transform, to fundamentally transform learning processes. You know, it can create sort of a much more open pedagogical environment. It can can connect the home environment and the school environment. It can give students access to the most advanced knowledge anywhere, anytime, rather than giving them a textbook that was, you know, printed last year and maybe designed five years ago. So there's huge potential for technology to transform learning. But what our report clearly shows is that's not what's happening today. Mm -hmm. Now, you've hypothesized, if you like, that technology could be distracting students and teachers from those kind of intensive relationships that are needed to develop that, uh, that deep conceptual understanding, those higher order thinking skills as well. Um, what would be the solution to that then? Some kind of time limit or presumably it's a whole school approach that's needed? Yeah, you see, that's a good question. I mean, if students end up, you know, cutting and pasting stuff from Google uh, to prefabricated questions, you know, that's not giving you any better 
learning than what we got traditionally. And what we actually see is it's the emphasis on conceptual understanding, on the sort of intensive student-teacher relationship that creates. Is, learning is a very social process. And, and if we lose that and just technology gets in the way of that, uh, we may get outcomes that are worse than in a traditional learning environment. In fact, that's what those data suggest. You know, mm -hmm. unfortunately, still, those students who use computers most intensively in schools are actually doing a lot worse than those schools who use them uh, moderately. So mm -hmm. it's really about <coughs> transforming the learning environments. You know, I don't think it's a matter of you know a number of minutes, number mm -hmm. of hours, numbers of days. It's really a question of how we can make technology a more integral part of whatever we do, how we work in school, how teachers connect with each other. You know, you go to some of the top performers in Shanghai, teachers regularly load up their lessons, their lesson plans, and the more other people start to use them, comment on them, the more those teachers become popular in the system. And all of that is part of building a kind of professional environment. And that's where we can actually make great use of technology as a start. And then progressively you're getting students doing new things with technology rather than, you know, replicating 20th century teaching with the 21st century technologies. I think that's really what, what, what we need to see happen more at scale. And uh, there are fantastic examples in almost any country. We have seen really plenty of really, really good cases where this is done. But it's not happening in a systemic sense at, right, mm -hmm. at this moment. Now, actually, in a recent episode of the Research Files, we spoke to Julian Frail on, uh, from here at ACR about the International Computer and Information Literacy Study. And uh, yeah. there was evidence in that, too, that providing more technology is not always the solution and that it's actually about providing coherent learning programs, explicitly teaching those skills, so things like how to source reliable, relevant information online, um, thinking about intellectual property rights, um, yeah. and doing more than simply cutting and pasting and so on. That, that sounds like a yeah. similar message coming out of that report. Yeah, you know, we need to sort of think about the design of instructional systems as a whole, and then think about, you know, where does technology make a good difference, a productive difference? Uh, but it's the design of instructional systems that is what matters, not, you know, the delivery in mm -hmm. a way. You know? And today we talk about, you know, digital literacy. You know, we wouldn't have talked about uh, pencil literacy a century ago. We talked about, you know, what are the kind of skills, the kind of content that students need to master? What are the thinking skills, you know, whether it's problem solving, critical thinking, creative uh, working. It's those kinds of dimensions that we should put at the center and then see how technology can foster them. Mm -hmm. Now, finally, then, before I let you go, um, turn our attention back to the OECD report. Um, it makes for difficult reading for some, I guess. Uh, you've highlighted uh, that, that just investing heavily in ICT for education doesn't lead to appreciable improvements in student achievement in reading, math, mm -hmm. and science, which were the things that were considered. Looking mm -hmm. specifically at Australia, then, um, you know, and it's an education system with a lot of technology, um, what are the actions it should be taking? Well, actually, Australia is pretty much at the forefront of uh, technology intensity. It's mm -hmm. been a sort of one of the first countries rolling out technology. Is sort of countries where students have access really to a wide range of devices, and where even the process of pedagogical integration is 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 further than in other countries. But um, again, you know, when you look at learning outcomes, we haven't seen really improvements in in the quality of learning in, in Australia over the last years, at least not on our international metrics. In fact. You know, we have seen a significant decline, particularly at the high end of the skill distribution. So also there, it's a matter of making all of this 
part of the more integral approach to the design of instructional systems, to teacher preparation, to uh, the way we support and incentivize the use of technology in classrooms. I think there's still a long way to go for virtually any country, including Australia, to actually make that happen. Mm -hmm. Andrew Schleicher, um, that's all for now. Thanks very much for taking the time to speak to teacher. You're very welcome. For more information on the research discussed in this podcast and to access other articles and videos, visit www.teachermagazine.com.au or join our community on social media via Facebook and Twitter.